The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Now, here's a promise delicious food that minimises the wash-up. And that's what Nevin Maguire has promised us. Um, you may have already got his midweek meals in your collection. Well, we have more uh, midweek uh, meals uh, from Nevin in his brand-new book, which is a fabulous book. I mean, it is beautiful to look at, beautiful to touch, beautiful to hold. And uh, I reckon the food that's going to come out of this is going to be beautiful too. I hope so. I hope so. And thank you, Pat. It's so nice to be on your show and thanks for having me in. Uh, Pat, the first book was such a great success. We said we do more midweek meals, a hundred new brand new recipes and different styles of chapters like you touched on one there the kind of the roasting tin the one tray dinners very little washing up something goes into the oven whether it's lovely bacon chops or lamb chops or some vegetables you know we have a lovely chicken fajita and um, also chicken peri peri I bought you in a little dressing and we'll talk about it in a minute but you put all your vegetables your meat whatever fish you're using and it's on one tray into the oven it's done in 20-25 minutes that's the way people love to cook mm-hmm. so less wash up delicious food and also healthy and I think you're saving you're saving money you're saving time and of course with the whole energy crisis at the minute you're saving energy so you're now, um, what is the, the secret when you're compiling these midweek meals? I mean, what are you looking for? I mean, you know, one mi- midweek meal is a slice of toast and a can of beans, you know, and it's not that kind of cooking. No, it's definitely not. And, you know, first of all, to Gil Books and the whole team who helped me with the, the books, like this is my 16th book. So you do need a lot of help and support. And, you know, you made a lovely, interesting comment on, on the photography because there's a photograph for each recipe. Yeah. So whoever's going to make the dish, you inspire. That's what I want it to look like or that's what it should look like but as long as it tastes delicious that's the most important thing we're lucky we're in Ireland we have some great produce like one of the recipes that we were going to talk about was the beef beef brisket which is one of these lesser used cuts you cook it low and slow and it's a fabulous cut and you can cook it in a slow cooker Okay now explain brisket to me because I was watching as it happens um, somebody feed Phil on Netflix and uh, you know it's a fantastic programme but he was in Austin Texas and they were uh, you know it's barbecue central there yeah it is and uh, many of the barbecue joints were were using brisket and I don't recall as a child having brisket yeah it's one of these I suppose kind of lesser known cuts it's got a little bit more modern it's like the short rib these are all kind of you don't pan fry them like a steak you cook them low and slow so you go to your local butcher and that could be the same as beef cheek and what you do is you brown them off put them into a slow cooker with this particular recipe we have balsamic vinegar which is gorgeous uh, soya sauce ginger lots of lovely vegetables then you can throw in your potatoes towards the end because it takes about six to eight hours to cook this and one thing Pat is a lot of people now have slow cookers yeah. which is great and, and a lot of people are working at home so when they're working they're that lovely wafting smell <laughs> of, of, of food simmering away so you need to cook these low and slow so you're saving money you're using the best of Irish beef and brisket is one of these really lovely cuts that if you were to pan fry it'd be unedible but you need to cook it low and slow yeah. so that's the key and it's a great it's a delicious cut so it is with the balsamic The slow cookers I mean you, you plug them in and they get up to speed normally there's a kind of a metal outside and then a ceramic uh, container inside and when you put the lid on the steam that's generated kind of seals the whole thing. That's it. You're keeping all the goodness in. And you can get fancier ones that have a paddle. I don't have any of that. I just have a very simple one, probably about maybe 30, 40 euros. Not an expensive one, but you can have it on a low, medium and high setting. I always like mine to do on a low setting. And that could be like for chicken thighs, duck legs, you know, all those different lesser used cuts, pork belly. You know, they're great value. And, you know, we have to think like that because that's where you really get the flavour in. And when I look over the years, when I start writing books, Pat, the Irish palate has definitely changed. There are a lot more adventures 
adventurous about spices like chicken thighs one of my favourites this is a great little dressing I bought in for you it's like a peri-peri dressing famous Portugal uh, recipe and there's an area in the Algarve it's, it's uh, near Albafira uh, called Gia and it's the home of peri-peri chicken so this is quite Gia is f- where the big supermarket that's is that's exactly yeah. you're actually right and it's 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 a lovely it's a lovely um, recipe this because it's, it can be made ahead so I've got some chilies into it I've got some harissa spice I've got some lemon I've got a little bit of red wine vinegar lots of lovely basil loads of garlic and some roasted peppers and you whiz that all up in your food processor have it here in front of you and that'll keep for a couple of weeks in your fridge which is yeah. great and you can put it over monkfish particularly with chicken and chicken thighs and if you're going to marinate your chicken overnight you get the chicken thighs put little incisions in them drizzle that over overnight is the key and then in the fridge and then the next day onto the tray with vegetables think of what's in season some beautiful sprouting broccoli some pumpkin some little potatoes if you want if you don't I'm not a fan of sweet potato um, you can use that and then lots of peppers so it's a one tray dinner and this isn't too spicy so it depends on the amount of chilli uh, I know my, my twins Connor and Lucia they're 10 they're not a huge fan of a lot of spices mm-hmm. but this is subtle there's a bit of a kick and there's lovely freshness from the lemon and the vinegar and that it's delicious yeah and of course in Portugal there's peri peri and there's peri peri oh there is oh, there's, <laughs> you go right. as hot as you like yeah you're right now, <laughs> that's the, true. The, the way the book is divided uh, yeah. first section is a roasting tin the second section is make ahead then home comforts and all time favourites oh yeah that's well, talk about all time favourites I, I, I bought you in something too it's something I make quite a bit at home and it's a sweet and sour chicken and it's a very simple recipe really lovely good uh, quality tomato San Marzano tomatoes a little bit of ginger garlic some peppers uh, I use some balsamic vinegar again in this you can use cider vinegar brown sugar and then what I did I poached the chicken in it so the chicken uh, went in raw it cooked for about 20 minutes I regularly make this at home for the family and it, what's great about this pad you can make it ahead you can freeze it but it'll keep for about a week in your fridge and then what you do if you've leftover roast chicken you shred it in this will work well with prawns monkfish uh, even hake would work well with that some chicken coming up to Christmas I know we're a bit early Pat but some leftover turkey will work really well in this it's delicious okay, now, which brings me to one of the recipes that you want to, to mention and it does have the C word a Christmas muffaletta sandwich <laughs> what what is that what is a it's, muffaletta sandwich it's, it's, it's a layered sandwich so it is and there's uh, there's some sausages there's some stuffing there's a little bit of um, of, of turkey in that it's a great way of uh, using leftovers and you're using some delicious bread it's full of flavour and uh, yeah I think, it's, I think it's something a little bit different there's a little bit of work in it but it's a bit of fun and I suppose after all the kind of eating and, and cooking you've been doing before Christmas you can keep this really really kind of simple and have it done you know and then just enjoy it with your family and friends which is for me what Christmas is all about it's a great name Muffaletta, <laughs> Muffaletta. now uh, uh, we're going to just pick a, at random another one because uh, we're talking about the kind of things that you can do really quickly um, chicken and leek sourdough gratin oh, that's now lovely. that sounds very posh it does it's only breadcrumbs and the chicken and leeks and this is a way that you can use some leftover cooked chicken you can use some chicken breast leeks and chicken is great and in France they call the leeks the poor man's asparagus it's beautiful vegetable use the top and the bottom of the leek and that's the white and the green shred that soften that in a little bit of oil and butter mix in your lovely uh, chicken a little bit of cream in that or you could use some creme fraiche and what works really well with that is some mustard and the gratin is the breadcrumbs on top with some lovely herbs a little bit of parsley so it's a very very quick recipe that can be done in kind of like an oven you know like one of those Pyrex dishes the oven the table and you just pop it into the oven under the grill and you have a delicious meal it's gorgeous um, the question is what kind of skill set do you need to do these things now <laughs> I think uh, one of the first times I interviewed you we talked about cooking and my uh, lack of skill or whatever because the first time I remember uh, living on my own uh, just bought a house living on my own 
down and I decided I was going to cook adventurously. Yes. So I opened up the recipe book and it said, saute a few onions. <laughs> I had to saute. What, what, what does that mean? <laughs> what do I do? These are very fran- fancy French terms. And I think you're being a little bit hard on yourself. The first of all, you got to love food and you're lucky. You have a wonderful wife who loves to cook. And, you know, for me, I, cooking is my life. It's what it's what I do. And um, I, I think there's a recipe in there like it's a, it's it's a pasta carbonara and it's the ultimate and you're using some lovely pancetta mm. you know you're not using any cream which is really important it's you're cooking the spaghetti we use or you can use uh, other different pastas and um, a little bit of garlic in that if you want to some um, egg yolks uh, full eggs and that goes in at the very end because the warm pasta actually cooks the egg and it's a coating sauce so it is and everyone loves kind of like a one pan uh, pasta recipe so I think there's lots of very simple recipes that I, I would probably say to someone who's a bit of a novice and a little bit nervous try the one tray you know the yep. the, the roasting tin which you cannot I, go wrong I, I, I think there's a lot because there's one recipe it's the fajita chicken so it's little strips of chicken with some fajita spice you can cook or you can buy pre-bought um, rice which is perfect like there's lots of little tips and tricks and lots of cheats if you know yep. what I mean in a nice way not in a bad way but in a nice way when you're busy and you're under pressure and you don't know what to do so a little bit of rice some lovely vegetables peppers again I'm using and that goes onto the tray into the oven and you have a meal that all the family will enjoy. Yeah. Well, the, the, as I say, the, the pictures start the cooking process <laughs> and, and then you, your appetite is whetted by the aromas that are coming from yeah. it and eventually you're really ready uh, to eat when the tray comes out of the, uh, the oven. Um, how are things in Black Line? Are you uh, thriving yeah, after doing, the COVID hiatus? Do you know what? COVID has changed everything and, and for us we feel for the better like when we were closed we would have cancelled nearly 3,000 bookings truthfully and uh, we were closed for 8 months when we reopened 50 of the, the original staff came back so we have 60 employees we're, we're delighted and we kind of thought long and hard what can we do to have a good life balance so we started from the end of September the start of September sorry we closed in a Sunday so we opened from a Tuesday to a Saturday I didn't realise the importance of that for your staff and for your team to have a weekend day off which is, which is really But you're forsaking a huge Sunday lunch business and all of that 100 people Sunday lunch at dinner we were doing 50 so that was 150 people and then at Christmas we said no we're going to close uh, two weeks at Christmas so we close uh, from the 18th right through to the maybe 6th of January and that's the decision we made we used to open between Christmas and New Year now we never opened the restaurant to Christmas always a family time but we felt no we'll give the staff and the team two weeks time I think we need to feel we need to we've always tried to look after our team and our staff like you're not going to hold on to staff if you don't look after them my head chef Carmel she's been with me 22 years we have a great loyalty you know and lots of the staff are with us 15-20 years so you you know Covid has changed everything and I think you need to think of them they're your biggest investment I think so Pat but it's going well what about you I mean you're so busy I mean are you still involved in Dunn's and are you still involved doing telly and all the rest I love the variety and I suppose Dunn's been truthful which I've been with them now 8 years with the Simply Better collection and them doing my own cook range and they've been really good and I suppose with Simply Better you're working with small producers from Ireland from Spain from Italy but but the Irish producers it's all about them and and, and, and sharing their story and I suppose for, for me cooking some, some delicious food timing is everything with the cook where we test every single product and mm. in the cookery school at home and even in the kitchen and more and more people are cooking at home and especially during Covid like I'd no work for eight months so myself and my wife Amel that we were doing little videos but the reaction and the engagement I got Pat was mm. phenomenal 
phenomenal. And that's why we really thought with the midweek meals, more midweek meals, really connected with people because that's a busy, busy time uh, of the week when people are working. But a lot of the recipes you can batch cook at the weekend, make, freeze, keep. That's the way you got to think. Be a frugal cook. And we're, we're good in Gavin at that. <laughs> now, as some of the texts coming in, Muffaletta is a big circular, <laughs> famous New Orleans sandwich. Ooh, Absolutely delicious. That's oh, from Ed that in Dublin good. 7. Come on, Ed. Um, and another one uh, is about... Ham, yeah. Yes. Can you cook ham in a slow cooker? Yes. Or does it need to be boiled? No, no. You can actually great idea. I mean, like you'd obviously have to pick a smaller piece of ham. And what I would do if I was cooking a pat, I'd put some stock, a little bit of cider, some vegetables, some thyme. Slowly cook it so you're kind of braising it rather than boiling it. And then you can lift that out. Now you need to get the glaze on it. So a little bit of the traditional way my granny sure. used to do: brown sugar and mustard. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, under the grill or in the oven for a few minutes, and your ham will be moist yeah. and delicious. Gorgeous. Now, the, the final question. I have to ask you is it's a personal question because I watch a lot of these cooking shows with my my wife Kathy who loves them as much as I do uh, but she copies them and I I watch um, you reap the benefits I reap the benefits but when you're peeling a potato yes. do you peel it towards you or away from you because I see a lot of the chefs they they peel away and I would I have never me. been asked that question. I peel towards me. I'm a left handy. Uh, I'm left handed. So I peel towards. Now, that's a really interesting. Yeah, because when you watch these shows, a lot of them peel away. <laughs> Pat, I've never been asked that question. <laughs> and that is brilliant. Uh, I peel towards me. That's been honest. So maybe I'm doing it wrong. <laughs> well, uh, whatever <laughs> you're doing, you're doing well, it right. Well, we try. We anyway, try. the new book is called More Midweek Meals uh, by Nevin Maguire. It's uh, available in all the shops now. It's published by Gill Books. Ah, they're brilliant. beautifully produced. Yeah. Thank and you. you'll find it in every bookshop in the country Nevin Maguire thank you you. very much for joining us thank you so much Pat it's great to have you The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance weekdays at 9am on News Talk